0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch.
1: What is in your house now? Not who left you, not who didn't raise you, not who didn't love you. What have you got now? Whether you are black or white or Republican or Democrat or rich or poor or high or low, whatever you need, God is a Godzilla. Hey, everybody, I'm excited to share this word with you today. I'm standing in this particular stadium right now with the Wright brothers' early plane right behind me because they had a dream and they had a vision and they didn't know how to fill the gap between what they saw in their head and what they were trying to build in their reality. That's why this message will empower you in a special way. The message is called The Gap Filler. Do you not know that God will make up the difference between your extremity That's his opportunity to step in and cause you to realize the thing that keeps moving out of your grasp or grip. God knows exactly what you need to get there. And so as we go into the word today, I pray that you will receive a special blessing and prepare your heart. This woman in this text had fallen on that that one thing, she was good. Her husband was in the company of the prophets of Elijah. She was known in the gates. She was a blessed woman. Two children, home, everything taken care of, looking good, and he died and her world changed. He died and her entire world changed. Bad enough to grieve. Bad enough to give up the person you slept with every night and held every night and whispered secrets in their ear and theirs and yours and you knew each other until you had a rhythm together. That's bad enough. But it is harder to grieve. Hungry. Nowhere to go. No place to move. Such was the case with this woman. And when she finally sees the prophet, she throws it in his face. You know who my husband was. You know, you know, you know, you know how faithful and loyal he was, and he died, and now we are in such debt, anybody in debt in here? This might be your message this morning. Because this woman is down so low she can't get up. She can't figure out how to get up. And she's in trouble and she's about to lose everything. And then a prophet stops by to see her and it changes her entire life. And the prophet so revolutionized her life that she was never the same anymore. And he didn't give her a dollar. He didn't bring anything outside into her house. He didn't bring a herd of cattle home with her. He didn't raise a garden in her house. He didn't come in with bags of gold. All he did was show her what she already had. That ought to provoke somebody to say, show me what I already got the Bible says that this woman has been stepping over her miracle she knows all about her past but nothing about her present she knows about her husband and who he was and what he did and she's looking at yesterday so much sister that she's missing today she's telling him about what was he's talking to her about what is She said, my husband was, my husband was the prophet. My husband was faithful. My husband was here. Now he's dead. She knows what was. She knows what will be. They're coming after my kids. They're going to make them slaves. But you can't get delivered out of was faith or will be faith. It's got to be now. So in the present tense of the text, he asked her, what is in your house now? Not who left you, not who didn't raise you, not who didn't love you. What have you got now? Because God will always use what you have left. He will never use what you lost so weep no longer at the graveside of what you lost. Nor mourn with salty tears the blessing you didn't get. And the prophet came by not to give her the miracle, but to show her the miracle. Look at how she thinks. First she says, I have nothing at all. And then she thinks, So the first place is, she thinks she has nothing. You'd be surprised. Pastoring people is more difficult today than it's ever been before. Because the have-nots get to watch the haves on TV. And it brings them to the point that they think that they have nothing. You can't enjoy the beauty that you are for looking at other beautiful women. They redefine what is beautiful every 20 minutes. So all of a sudden, if you're not a size two, Now you gotta have short hair, you gotta have long hair. Now it's gotta be natural. Everybody keeps telling you what you ought to look like. But you gotta say, I've got something. <laughs> I got something, baby. If you don't get it, shame on you. But I got something. You missed that? I got something. I don't have to look like her. I don't have to drive what he drives. I don't have to live where they live. There's gold in them here hills. Say it again. I got something. She first said, said "made the mistake of telling me I have nothing." Look at how low she thought. How much more faith she had in negativity than positivity? I'm getting ready to sell my boys. They're gonna be slaves. They weren't, but she was confessing negativity. Her muscles of faith were so weak that when the prophet came to her, she says to him, I got nothing. And she raised it a little bit. She said, a little jar of oil back in the back. That's all I got. And the prophet doesn't even ask her for the oil. He tells a woman who is in debt to go get in more debt. I'm not telling you that. He says, "You are not taking enough risk for God to help you." Did you hear that? That was good right there. Wasn't that good? That was good because God is with the risk taker. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. What? Not the wisher, yes. not the dreamer, good, sir. the risk taker. Yes, sir. He said, you're broke because you haven't taken enough risk. Wow. You're broke because my daughter wrote the book Don't Settle for Safe. Yeah. You are broke because you played safe. Wow. wow. Yeah, now. He said, Get your sons that you prepared for slavery and put them to work. I want your sons to go and borrow from your neighbors. That's more debt. Borrow from your neighbors as many vessels as you can. But it's not just more debt he put them in. It's debt that has a strategy. He said, because when you bring more capacity, yeah. God's going to flow. Wow. You're not in enough trouble. Wow. Says when you really get out there where you can't do it without him, that's when you go going to get some help. Okay? So borrowed all those vessels. And then the oil responded to capacity. This principle is also seen in the text where he tells the prophet to dig ditches in your valley. Yes, sir. Because God is attracted to capacity. Wow. Yes, sir. He will fill whatever you will build. Wow. I see. If you allow yourself to remain perched on the edge of life's nest, a thread to test your wings, then you will risk missing out on becoming the person God made you to be. This is one of the many things that you can expect to see from my new book, Soar. I want to help you turn your vision into reality and take your dreams to higher heights and deeper depths.
0: Dive in and soar with Bishop T.D. Jakes as he takes his new book on tour. Join him in New York City where he'll be signing copies of his book at Barnes & Noble on October 10th and the Microsoft Store on October 11th. Then catch Bishop in the Washington, D.C. area at Barnes & Noble in Bowie, Maryland, October 12th. And experience the author as he visits New Salmas Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland on October 13th. For more tour dates and information, go to soarbytdjakes.com.
1: Now this other sister over here, I'm coming over y'all's way, I got you. This sister's rich. She's so rich, the Bible says she's rich. When God say you're rich. You're rich. When people say you're rich, it just means you got more money than them. By somebody's standard, everybody in the room is rich. Because rich is a relative term. But I trust when the owner of heaven and earth says you're rich, Rich. you're rich. (laughs) She's real good. And I know she's rich because she has a husband, She has a house, she takes on a building project to add a room on a roof, a second story suite for a prophet because she says he's a man of God. And they build a room for him. That other woman couldn't build no room. They got a bed, a chair, and a table, and put it in his room in case he comes by. Don't get it twisted, he doesn't live there. But peradventure, he should decide to grace us with his presence. We want to make sure that the accommodations are sufficient for a person of his caliber. Seeing as he is of the upper echelon of prophets, It would only be appropriate for us to avail him with the type of life that would be reflective of who we are in this society. These are rich folk. They good, don't need nothing. Elijah is laying in the lap of luxury, taking it easy she has so blessed him and asked for nothing. God can't stand for you to keep blessing him and ask for nothing. She is so generous that her generosity has put a demand on God. <laughs> I told you the liberal soul shall be made fat. God said, I can't just keep receiving from you. Because if I keep receiving from you and don't give back to you, that makes you God. I can't let you be my provider. So whatever you give me, I got to give it this shit. I got to give it back to you. Because I can't let you mess up my brand like I needed you. So the more you give me, the more I have to give back to you just so that I can show them who is God. So the prophet is now uncomfortable in the bed because he says to his servant, uh, don't you need something? Can we, can, can, hey, can we, can, can we, can we, can we, can we do, can, can we, can we do something for yes. Uh Maybe, maybe we can she help her out some. She good. She doesn't need anything. Bring her here to me. Uh, woman, uh, can I do anything for you? I'm good. Uh, maybe I can introduce you to the king. Okay. Maybe you don't need stuff. Maybe you need influence. I know him. (laughs) Then the servant says to Elijah, the only thing that she doesn't have is that she does not have a child. She does not have a child. She does not have a child and her husband is old. Finally Elijah says I can do something because I have found a gap. I can't bless nothing that don't have a gap. I have found a gap. I have found something that she cannot do for herself. I have discovered her poverty. Now I want to stand in between these two women because standing in between these two women is interesting. Here is the dilemma. When I started looking at this first woman, I thought she was poor. But after dealing with the rich woman, I discovered the poor woman was rich. The poor woman is rich because she has what money cannot buy. The rich woman would give everything she had to have the two boys that the poor woman had and was about to sell. Wow. Wow. The poor woman is a mother.
0: Mm. Talk about
1: it. She is a mother. Yeah. She has brought life into the world. Yeah. She has collaborated with God. She has seen the fruits of that collaboration. She has affected the next generation. She has children. Her seed run up to her and call her blessed. She might not be dressed up and she might not be fancy, but she is loved. Loved in the way that only a child can love you. You have not been loved till a child loves you. You can spank a child and then come back and say, Oh, daddy, I love you. I forgive you. She She has loved. And now I recognize that the poor woman is not as poor as I thought. And this rich woman is not as rich as I thought. We let our little cars and our little stuff fool us into thinking. We let our stuff fool us into thinking that if you got stuff you don't need anything that if if, 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 if if you don't have things then you need Jesus but if you got stuff good morning how are you I'm not going to tell you about Jesus because you look like you're doing fine And they don't know that late in the midnight hour, this woman is crying just like this woman is crying. This woman needs God just like this woman needs God. This woman has a gap just like this woman has a gap. There are two different shades of pain. And Elijah represents the God who stands in the gap. The reason I like this text is because these two women's stories are butted up against each other. And the same God that stepped into her house and said, I'm gonna make something flow that wasn't flowing, is the same God that stepped into her house and said, I know your husband is whole." and I know he's lost his flow, but I'm gonna start a flow in his body just like I started a flow in her jar and both of you are gonna be blessed. Press down, shake it together, and run it over. Because whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever you like, whatever you're craving for, God's got it. And I came to tell you this morning, whether you are black or white or Republican or Democrat or rich or poor or high or low, whatever you need, God is a Godzilla filler Open your mouth and give him some pain! I told him to bring me some more because I wanted to show you. Yeah, bring me some more. And where's my pot I can pour it in. Bring it, come on quick, 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 because I want you to understand. I want you to put it up here. Put it on this table. I want them to understand. I want them to understand. Yeah, bring me not a few. Yeah, because it's going to be a flow. It's going to be a flow. It's going to be a flow. Touch your neighbor and say it's going to be a flow. I'm talking about in your house. I'm talking about in your life. I'm talking about in your circumstance. I'm talking about in your situation. It's going to be a flow that that was stagnant that that was not moving that that was not working that that you've been stepping over and saying it ain't never gonna be nothing that that the devil told you wasn't enough to get the job done god said in the time of need i'm gonna create a flow and the power is always In the flow now you got to get this cuz I want you to see the power of the miracle he didn't change the size of the container he changed the amount of the flow because God's glory always increases when you are stretched it was two fish and five loaves of bread till he broke it. But the more he broke it, the more it multiplied. It was a small part of all, but the more she poured it, the more it multiplied. You need to pour yourself into something. You need to pour yourself out. You need to stop measuring yourself while it's not happening. Because when you stretch yourself, pull on your neighbor and say, stretch yourself. When you stretch yourself, God will get in the flow. He will get in the flow. And whatever you come up against, God said, I can feel this too. And if they need you over here, he said, you can feel this too. And you know why you can feel it? Because you got something. You got something that all these other vessels need. And that's why the devil's been trying to kill you. Because he's afraid you're going to get into your flow. But I rebuke every devil and I bind every spirit that has hindered your flow. I prophesy to you, you will flow again. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hey everybody i'm out of time i've got to stop there it's been a real joy to have an opportunity to share a powerful challenging word from god so that you can rethink your strategy and see the opportunity that having god in your life will make up the difference in the gaps in your life and we all have gaps we have gaps as parents we have gaps as pastors we have gaps as entrepreneurs and leaders i want to help you fill that gap and become all that god would have you to be if you have not picked up a copy of my new book soar It has got so much information, practical, pragmatic information that I've learned down through the years that will help close the gap between what you hope for and what you're going through right now. It is possible in your lifetime while you're still strong to see that thing come to pass. You know why? We may not have everything we need, but we have a God who is absolutely, irrevocably the gap filler in your life pray read and get ready it's gonna happen for you do not worry
0: there's a battle going on in your mind
1: the enemy doesn't have to poison you if he can get you to think the right stuff you will think yourself to death word is to rehearse the problem without solution but you have the
0: ultimate solution and the one who will fight your battles when all hope seems lost
1: wherever you run out that's where he runs in
0: for your gift to the ministry of any size you will receive this life-changing four message series on cd if you
1: open up and say i'm out of it i don't know what to do i can't fix it i can't bring it together i can't handle it he'll run in and fill up that gap
0: However, when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive the Do Not Worry series on CD, along with a Do Not Worry journal and mug as our thank
1: you. Because when you say do not worry, you can get a clear word from God. An entrepreneur has to be more global. You have to think about things that are not your job and the consequences of your decisions and choices. And so from that perspective, I thought, Everybody should think like an entrepreneur, whether you have a business or not.
0: Hebrews 6.10, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We didn't have water. We didn't have lights. I live in a senior's apartment complex. I'm homeless now. We're underwater for three days straight. Right. My wife and I, and my daughter, we cried. We all have to just pray for each other and take one day at a time. And we would just like say thank TDJ. Thank you to all of our GPS partners. With your help, MegaCare was able to provide disaster relief for those in need with volunteers, food, and supplies. I feel the love. And that's what I need right now. We're all family together right now. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter Touch.